0: This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, Bully Ray and I talk about 16-time title reign. That's right. John Cena has it. Rick Flair has it. Will it be Randy Orton who beats it? And which one is more important in the eyes of the WWE? Also, we get into the return of Asuka. And what did you think of the segment with Becky Lynch? All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Guy, I, I really do think it's going to be awesome because at some point, Bully, Charlotte Flair will be a 17-time world women's champion, without a doubt. The rate she's going, it could be in the 20s by the time she's, at, she's ultimately finished. So you are going to have that record, and it's definitely going to be owned by Charlotte. But when it comes to that men's title, it's going to be interesting to see if it's going to be Cena or Randy Orton. I would want to see it. I, I can't think
1: of a good reason why they shouldn't. I mean, I, it's, it's the breaking of a record, a, a major record in the world of professional wrestling. Think about how people turned out in droves to see if Barry Bonds, uh, when Barry Bonds would break, um, uh, it was it was Hank Aaron, Hank right? Aaron's, yeah, or would you Hank Aaron
0: beat Babe Ruth's record. Correct. Think about that. What a what a moment that was. Um, I agree with you, and I'm okay with Randy. Like when we were talking about this nine years ago with Cena, I was like, no, I do not want to say John Cena beat Ric Flair's record. Are you fucking kidding me? The ultimate PG sports entertainer beat the record of the greatest of all time, the nature boy Ric Flair. I had a problem with it. I have no problem with Randy Orton. Ric Flair is the greatest of all time, period. Exclamation point, you know, emoji, whatever the fuck you want to put at the end. Rick, listen to my words. Ric Flair is the greatest of all time. And you could have your Mount Rushmore and you could put Hogan and you could put The Rock or Stone Cold, Terry Funk. There's so many names. Dusty Rhodes, Lou Fez, Gotch. You put them all up there. Ric Flair is the greatest of all time. Case closed, and I understand that. So if you want to call in and say, well, Ric Flair's the greatest of all time. Nobody should ever break his record. I I understand where you're coming from. Believe me. He's my favorite all-time wrestler. He's a fucking god. Okay? But he is always going to be associated with the NWA. Not with the WWE. When you think of Ric Flair, you don't think, Of, at least I don't bully, the big gold belt or the WWE Championship. You think of that 10 pounds of gold, the NW, sweet Charlotte. That's what you think of when you think of Ric Flair.
1: So why are we ever, why are we really having this conversation? Who is truly the the record holder within the WWE when it comes to WWE World Heavyweight Championships? Cena. So then we, we really don't even need to have this discussion. But they, it's but not they like we, we have don't have the discussion. discussion. We don't have the discussion about it in tag team wrestling because the Dudleys have the record of twenty four. We don't talk about it in tag
0: wrestling. But we, but when 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 Cena won his sixteenth world championship, the first thing out of Cole's mouth is he tied Ric Flair.
1: Well, I, I'm sorry if we're talking about it in that vein now. It's not apples to apples. And 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 we, sh- I really should have realized this sooner. We should have looked at this sooner. We're not talking about total world heavyweight championships around the world. We're talking within the world of the WWE. So then right now, my opinion completely changes on everything. It's John Cena. And does Randy Orton deserve to beat John Cena's record? It's not even Ric Flair's record. Because if we're counting NWA world heavyweight championships, we're like obviously we are, who cares? If yeah, you but- want to tell me that Ric Flair is the most decorated world heavyweight champion of all time, Okay, fine. You're shaking your head no. What? No.
0: Because when it comes to the catalog of the NWA and all those matches, WWE owns it. You so? You can see all the... Who but cares if they the own it? Ones- it has
1: nothing to do with the amount of championships won in a WWE
0: ring wearing a WWE championship. But, Bully, I own a Ric Flair w a shirt that i bought off of wwe shop.com how do i know because it actually irritates my skin when i wear it i have a Ric flair shirt from wwe shop.com and on the back of it it says 16 time world heavyweight champion not you know
1: it's just a it, shirt to sell
0: No, in to you. Come on, do TN- you know they hold that to the... They hold those championships in high regard, even in the WWE. That's why at the end of the day, somebody is going to break Ric Flair's record. Listen, it's going I, to happen. I, 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 I
1: understand the narrative that has been put forth. I understand why they put something on a shirt to sell it. For Christ's sake, in TNA, and I didn't mean to take the Lord's name in vain, in TNA, they put out a shirt when Team 3D won their 23rd... Or 22nd or 23rd World Heavyweight Championship, but it was only their second TNA Championship, but they they rested on the laurels of all the other championships too, just so they could put out some merchandise and promote a record-breaking match. John Cena has the most amount of WWE World Heavy, and since it is the same number, since John Cena is at 16 WWE World Heavyweight Championships and Ric Flair is at 16... Total world heavyweight championships, WWE, other companies included. Now, Cena's record holds more water to me, and that's who we should be talking about when it comes to Randy Orton breaking a record.
0: But, th- but not in the eyes of the, but not in the eyes of the WWE. They still, whenever Ric Flair makes an appearance, they say sixteen-time world heavyweight champion. Because
1: it's, and w- Dave, because it's sports entertainment, and we can say whatever we want, and I but- get it.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. But bully, but bully, and and look at your Twitter feed. Look at the phone bank. These championship title reigns mean something to the wrestling fan. Ric Flair, who hasn't stepped into a WWE ring since WrestleMania twenty four against Shawn Michaels, he still is hold in highest regard when it comes to wrestling. Probably half the people calling in never saw him wrestle in his heyday. But that's why this means so much to the wrestling fan. And you're right, Bully. If they had that match, which I think they will, if they have John Cena or anybody break Ric Flair's record, and I say it as Ric Flair's record, you can almost guarantee Ric Flair is going to be handing that championship title to whoever gets number 17. It means something to us, the fans, and I'm telling you right now, it means something to the WWE. Dave, I get it. I'm just saying, in
1: having this conversation and thinking about it a little more and filtering through it, I think it's the, I think it's Cena's record. Not no, it's the, no you are you
0: couldn't be more wrong. Ooh. It
1: is not John Cena's Ooh.
0: record. It is Ric
1: Flair's record. Oh, did I strike a nerve with you because you I you could not if you tried. In the you world couldn't of be of more the WWE, wrong. WWE it is John Fucking Cena's ears are bleeding. Record. My ears are bleeding. Listen. John Cena know? is a 16-time WWE champion. Ric Flair is a 16-time Total world heavyweight champion with a couple of WWE championships under his As a matter of fact, how many times was Ric Flair the WWE World Heavyweight Champion or WWF World Heavyweight Champion?
0: Close. Not even close. How many times? How many times? Mister Uber Ric Flair fan. I have to go back and look at the championship title reigns because the WWE Championship, you know. Think about it. He was obviously WWE champion, became WWE champion, or WWF champion at the time in 1992. So did he have
1: one reign as champion? Two reigns? Five look, reigns? I believe
0: it was two.
1: So we're talking about Ric Flair having a WWF or WWE World Heavyweight Championship around his waist two times. Only two times. And this is the conversation we're having about breaking records. Yes,
0: because it's Ric Flair's record. It's about World Heavyweight Championship. It's about WWE regards those championship reigns by Ric Flair as World Heavyweight Championship reigns. John Cena has held. held Don't say it. I don't. Don't say it. You're not allowed to say it. You don't get to say it. You don't get to say it. I don't know. You're not saying it. Do not say it because you don't get to say it. WWE.
1: World heavyweight championships. Thus, the conversation should be about John Cena, and not Ric Flair. For now, for now on, I am talking about Randy Orton beating John Cena's no. world heavyweight championship streak. We're not talking about the NWA or the AWA or any other championship that you want to talk. Total world heavyweight championships. Different conversation. In the world of the WWE, John Cena sits at the top of the World Heavyweight Championship it's ladder. It's
0: Flair's record. Let me tell you something, Bully, and I'm being completely out. When your day comes, and I hope it's a long, long time from now, okay? I hope you live a long and healthy and happy life. But when your time comes and you're up at the pearly gates to whether you enter heaven or not, this conversation is going to be brought up by God. And God's gonna bring up this conversation. And I'm telling you, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a mark against you. And God forbid, okay, I'm I'm giving to give you an opportunity by the time this show is over to actually say Ric Flair's because it's Ric Flair's it's not John Cena's record. It's Ric Flair's record. And I'm not gonna let you desecrate it like you just did by calling it John Cena's record. It is not John Cena's record, it is Ric Flair's record.
1: It is obvious that you're taking this personally because Ric Flair is your favorite wrestler.
0: No, because it's the
1: truth. And because you pray at the altar of Ric Flair. This makes no sense. Yes, if it makes John, what you said if it makes no ju- sense. If John Cena oh. holds 16 World Heavyweight WWE World Heavyweight Championships, why are we not talking about Randy Orton defeating Cena's record? Nobody's ever said to a, that. Nobody a, has
0: ever said that, Bully. Nobody I'm saying has it. Ever said it's it.
1: because that's the narrative that has been put forth. I'm saying it. Who is it's the most Rick, decorated tag team in WWE history?
0: In WWE history, yes, it's 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 the Dudleys. Because are they? In my eyes, yes. But
1: the but the New Day won more championships than the Dudleys did in the WWE. That's the WWE. Correct. There's my point. Cena you- 116 16 in the WWE. Ric Flair has had it twice. A measly two times. You-, you, damn you. I just said it. Why? Get Tommy back on the show. Maybe that conversation will be more interesting than this one.
0: What, you're you get des- a little mad, you get a little pissed off? You're because you're you are not in the face of reality. That's not reality. You're it's it's it's, it's Fugazi Fugaz. Fugazi. Fugazi reality. the Fugazi. Flair's the greatest of all time. Not a Fugazi, he has, he's, it's a Fugazi. he's it's Fugazi. It's not Fugazi, it's Fugazi. I because I'll I'll just say it's Fugazi and that makes it true. That's exactly what you're saying. No, that's just exactly what you're saying. Your, just because John it's coming Cena, out of your mouth doesn't make it true. I, John you need to Cena, no, no, is the most no. decorated
1: world heavyweight champion in the history of the WWE. Ric Flair is the most decorated world heavyweight champion of all time, I, I, across the board. All right, I'm going. What are you going to do? Go, you're going to get Rick on the phone. What do you think Rick is going to do? He's going to he's going to vouch for himself. I'll go head-to-head head with Rick. I don't care. You're wrong, though. I don't want okay. you to be embarrassed. You're still a
0: part of the show. I, I'm not
1: going to be embarrassed. It's my opinion.
0: It's I not think an I'm opinion. Compar- you, where is there an opinion? There's no opinion. We're talking about I, facts. I, I, I think I've drawn.
1: I think I've backed up my opinion. <laughs> you haven't not backed facts. up anything. You haven't How backed many, up anything. In the world of the WWE, oh my God! Please, Don please, Cena. Uh,
0: forgive him. Forgive him for what he says.
1: We're not talking we're not talking about Randy Orton going to win championships in other federations. Like Ric Flair won championships in other federations. As a matter of fact, the majority of Ric Flair's 16 World Heavyweight Championships, the overwhelming majority, were held outside of the WWE, but we're counting them within the world of the WWE. When John Cena has already done it 16 times alone in the WWE, this is
0: about Cena and Orton. Flair is now out of the conversation. 877-344-4893, eight seven seven three four 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 eight nine three eight seven seven fight ninety three. I need the nation to get this get this MFR. Get him show him how wrong he is
1: I welcome all comers. Even Veer get it <laughs> comers Veer Inside the Green Room with three-time NBA champ Danny
0: Green. Joel's playing the playoffs, James playing the playoffs, knowing that they're making an emphasis here not to call as many fouls in the playoffs. They're going to change it even more. So they're going to let guys play even more. And the key is to, when it doesn't happen, get back on defense. But you got to get back. So we don't get the foul call. We don't make a shot. We can't let our
1: offense dictate our defense. And that's the biggest thing, biggest change we need to grow in and mature on. Don't miss an episode of Inside the Green Room with Danny Green every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcast
0: Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. We saw the return of Asuka. What did you think of the return? What did you think of the segment between her and Becky last night? Uh, I love the
1: fact that Asuka is back. That's obvious because we've been wanting Asuka back for a while. I don't think that that, there was, that was the right time or the right place for Asuka to return. Sometimes I like to take into account a certain city for a certain talent and where we can maximize the potential of the reaction. I think Asuka got a decent reaction last night. But I think she would have gotten a much better reaction if it was in a die-hard wrestling city, a Chicago, a Philadelphia, a New York, um, and any of those cities, you know. Last night they were in Knoxville, correct? Yes. Knoxville to me was decent, okay, good at best with their reaction to Oscar returning. I would have expected a much more lively response to somebody who's been uh, in the women's division for a while, been gone for a while. Big surprise that she's coming back, especially who she came back to surprise in Becky. I just didn't think it was there. And then we get the Asuka that just left the WWE about a year ago. Well, we got put on the shelf about a year ago, whatever it is. that kind of corny version of Ox Oscar, which they seem to like. That's not my favorite version of Asuka. My favorite version of Asuka is the Asuka that was first brought in and had that undefeated streak up until WrestleMania when she was finally defeated by Charlotte. After that match, I kind of felt like Asuka tailed off more into the entertaining version of Asuka, which is what the WWE wants, and that's fine. That's what they want. Okay, not as a fan, not my cup of tea. And then the way they ended the segment last night. Oscar flicks Becky's nose, goes for the spinning back kick. Becky ducks out of the way, gets out of dodge. What noise did you hear from the crowd after the nose flick, the ducking of the spinning kick, and her bailing out? Not much noise at all. That tells you everything you need to know. There was no response. Think about what I'm about to say. There was no response to the end of a segment with Becky Lynch and a returning
0: Oscar. Uh, In my world, you just can't have that. And, and Bully, on paper, if you were to tell me, hey, tonight on Raw, Oscar's going to return with Becky Lynch in the ring, I'm like, oh boy, it's on. Here we go. This women's division in the WWE is about to get... Heated up on Monday Night Raw. It was the exact opposite. That segment, I think the best way to describe that segment last night, Bully, was flat. It was that's just the exact, flat. That's the exact word I would have used. Very flat and, segment. And it, And we'll get to Asuka in, se- in a second. A lot of the blame has to fall on Becky. Uh, Becky goes out there with the puss on her face. Like she's got the scowl on her face and you know, she takes the microphone and she goes, you know what? I've hit rock bottom. I don't know what it's like to not have that WWE championship on my shoulder. I look at myself in the mirror every day and I have that championship and I know who I am. That championship title defines me. And this is the first time in almost three years that I've appeared on Monday Night Raw and have not had my title on my shoulder. I'm actually like, all right, this is this is kind of g- I I hear where she's coming from because everything she's saying is true. How do we define Becky? We define Becky as a champion. This is the first time that the, the Becky has appeared on Raw without having a championship title in almost three years. That's pretty crazy. And then she becomes frantic Becky all of a sudden like, without any without anything kind of prompting her all of a sudden she becomes frantic and she's like what am i what am i saying i'm going to win this championship title and i'm going to hold on to it forever my precious and she starts doing that Gollum character that we saw from Becky a few weeks back that we absolutely hated now now bully you lost me now you now becky has completely lost me whatever emotions i was feeling about becky is completely gone. And then we hear Oscar's music and right away bully, right away immediately, I know what Oscar we're getting. We're getting as you said the Oscar that left ab- about a year ago, the corny, over the top Oscar that we weren't a big fan of. And that's what we got last night and to top it all off, Uh, uh, Just a flat ending to the segment where, like you said, she flicks her nose and then she goes for the kick and Becky bails out. And we don't really get any kind of physicality between the two. Bully, I I couldn't think of a worse way to reintroduce Asuka than the one they came up with last night.
1: To give an example of how much I hated the flicking of the nose. uh, First of all, Asuka, first, it got no reaction. Yeah, no reaction. People didn't even realize what was what was happening whenever I see two men in the ring and they're within enough distance to touch each other. If you're close enough for me to touch me, that means I'm close enough to hit you, ball my hand up into a fist and punch you in the mouth. I hate it when guys push each other. I hate it when guys mush each other in the face. Now, I've done it in the past, but I'm doing it as the bully character where I'm either imposing my will on you, or I'm trying to like, 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 um, demoralize you by mushing you in the face or punk you out by shoving each other in the chest. When I see two men standing there who I know should be fighting, I hate it. It's like kind of in a bar fight, right? When you see two guys get face-to-face in a bar and go, hey, what's your problem? Well, what's your problem? One guy shoves, the other guy shoves. In my world, that fight would have been over after the first, what's your problem? There's no reason to shove each other. If you're going to do it, just do it. Uh, so that's why when I see the flick of the nose, you know, why'd you flick her in the nose? Just, spin, just give her a back kick or get rid of the flick in the nose. Like, I, I don't know what that did. I don't know why that was a good idea. I don't know who thought of it. I don't know what mileage that they would got of I'm trying to put myself in the moment. Like somebody would have said, Hey, how about Oscar flicks Becky in the nose? I would have just sat there and go, What? Why? What what are we getting out of this? First of all, Dave, it's small. Nobody in the arena saw it. Now, they're not playing to the people in the arena. They're playing to the 2 million people watching at home. But I can guarantee you the 2 million people watching at home weren't like, oh, my God, Oscar just flicked Becky in the nose. To me, everything about the segment was flat. Much like you not a fan of the Becky Gollum whiny character on a positive note always love the way Becky looks lately her her outfits are awesome love the thigh high platform boots the black outfit the hair look great Becky looks phenomenal but other than that and Oscar and always looked phenomenal and hard yeah like the, the, you can tell both women have the it factor they pop um great they look f- great on TV. But what I saw last night, verbiage-wise, physicality-wise, the way the segment ended, I am i would say that that concerns me for Asuka's
0: chance of making a good first impression coming back to the WWE universe. And this is the first time, I just looked back, this is the first time we've seen Asuka in nine months. The last time we saw Asuka was in July uh, at Money in the Bank. That's the last time we saw Asuka. And Bully, do you remember the last time that we saw Asuka and Becky in the ring together? You'd have to remind me. It was when Becky made her announcement that she was pregnant and that she was stepping away from the world of the WWE. And And Asuka was so happy for her, right? Yeah. And what else is Becky handed over her championship to Asuka? If you remember, Asuka won the Money in the Bank briefcase and Becky handed Asuka that world championship title are we just gonna forget that that ever happened like i you know to me that would be an even better story of oscar coming back or or the commentators reminding us of how or when the last time we saw those two in the ring and how much becky has changed since that moment when she handed that world championship title to oscar Like, to me, there's a story there. There's no story that I'm interested in coming off the heels of what we saw last night.
1: That would require the WWE's creative team to rely on the WWE universe remembering from nine months ago. And, dude, you may have remembered that. And I'm sure some uber wrestling fans remember that but the WWE probably looks at it as in 9 months our viewers could have completely turned over. In 9 months is a whole new crop of WWE fans who could be watching for the first time that won't be that won't know about that story from 9 months ago. WWE always tries to bring you up to speed. Vince has taught the talent the the Vince has taught the entire company this lesson assume they're watching for the first time now you can't just start from jump street all the time but you need to assume you're getting new eyes on the product and that is and that's like where my my AEW point comes in vince is always playing to the brand new viewer because he knows he has his die hard WWE universe that has always been there and will continue to be there for him because a family-oriented show these days. So Vince is always playing to a new set of eyes. A, 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 a wrestling fan who just, whose child just turned four or five, who's watching wrestling for the first time, drawing them in. AEW doesn't cater to the new set of eyes. AEW caters to the eyes that they have there already. They're catering to their diehards. So, what we got last night, me and you can sit here as wrestling fans who know the history between Asuka and Becky, but Vince is nobody remembers that.
0: And I, and I, I get that, bully, but you, the commentators could remind. They do. And there, there's a story there to be had. I, and listen, whether you agree or not, of going back to what we saw which what I what I thought was a great moment between Becky and Oscar when Becky stepped aside to start a family what I saw last night is not a good start to whatever story they're about to tell and it's, it's not what I would have put together for those two women and I'm not I'm not excited about Becky and I'm certainly not excited about Oscar Dave Becky should have flicked
1: Oscar's nose. How dare you interrupt me? Blah, blah, blah. Oscar should have hit a spinning back kick, stood over Becky. Now you have a successful re-debuting of a character. Why is the, why is the baby face Oscar doing something as douchey as flicking Becky in the nose?
0: It's a, it makes no sense.
1: Baby faces don't do that.
0: Move. No. It's a disrespectful so, move that shouldn't be done by a baby
1: face. I, I, So when I see something, not only am I like not entertained by it, not only does it cause me concern for ca- a character, but as a fan, I, I'm just, well, not even as a fan, I just as a pro, I'm scratching my head and I say, why? Why would they have allowed this to happen? Like, I would love to be standing there and listening to the the logic of like, Here's why this is a good idea. Here's why we want to go in this direction. Now, maybe next week we're going to find out why Oscar decided to flick Becky. Then you know, we're probably not nah, we're probably going to be done and not. forgotten about. But yeah. I try at all times to give all wrestling companies the benefit of the doubt. It's kind of like a soap opera, like on a Monday where you're like, oh, my God, why did they do this? You know, wh- wh- why, why, why? why? And then on Tuesday, you found out why. Do I think we're going to find out next week why she flicked her in the nose?
0: No, it's not. The, it's not what what I have done. It's a, you know it's it's so funny because I mentioned earlier the movie Chinatown and anybody who's ever seen the movie Chinatown that happened to Jack Nicholson's character right? Uh, they t- he took the switchblade and flicked Jack Nicholson in the nose. It's like you know a little bit of a reminder and a little bit of hey you know wake up and and that stuck with you the entire movie like to me it's such a disrespectful move and Oscar the babyface is doing it also to bully I didn't get the change in Becky why not play that out a little bit longer she should have a little bit of doubt in her she just lost that championship she's been gone for two weeks right more than that it's been what three weeks since she lost that championship title and she's been off of TV since WrestleMania and she walks down that aisle with the scowl on her face of like I don't know who I am. Who am I? I mean, I've I've built my whole identity around this championship. And now I look at myself in the mirror and I don't have that title, I don't know who I am. And then just like that she's like, who am I who am I kidding? I'm going to I'm going to win back my precious and I'm going to be the greatest championship title holder of all time and I'm never going to win that. T-. Why not play that out a little bit? Longer bully. How have Becky be that self doubter in herself and let Oscar be the wake up call? Like I just don't understand why all within a four and a half minute segment so much went went on that got me so and un- uninspired to see the two of them in the ring again. Uninspired
1: is a good word. After last night, I don't want to see what happens when with Becky and Oscar next week. You didn't grab me. You didn't catch my attention. You didn't do anything. Well, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, honestly, I, I, I don't know what else to say about it. No, I, it, it was I, flat from beginning, and it was uninspired. From, from beginning to end, other than how great the women looked and how it was great to see Oscar back, as a fan, I just wasn't into it.